Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey, everyone, this is Mark Trichel with another episode of With Flying Colors. This is my second of three podcasts discussing the three items that the NCUA board was briefed on and or acted on last week. This podcast focuses on the proposed rule on member expulsion. And after the board voted on this rule, they released as part of their board action memorandum, a summary of what happened. And what caught my eye was the bolded topic on this item was called the proposed rule on member expulsion mandated by Congress. So right there in the header, and they said it several times during the board meeting, that this was mandated by Congress. And how did it come to the point where it was mandated? That was because of the excellent efforts of your trade groups, NAFQ, CUNA, et cetera, who all wanted there to be an additional way for federal credit unions to be able to expel members and especially based on violence or disruptive behaviors, if you will. So the board action memorandum states that the board unanimously approved a proposed rule that would amend the standard federal credit union bylaws to adopt a policy by which a federal credit union member may be expelled for cause by a two-thirds vote of a quorum of the Federal Credit Union's Board of Directors. Currently, a credit union could expel a credit union member in two ways, by a two-thirds vote of the membership present at a special meeting, which is onerous, that's editorial comment there, called for that purpose and for non-participation in the affairs of the credit union as specified in policy adopted and enforced by the board. NCOA Chairman Todd Harper said, while there are admittedly times in which the expulsion of a member is necessary to protect credit union members and staff, this is a power that credit unions should rarely use. That's because the Federal Credit Union Act exists so that people, particularly those of modest means, can access safe, fair, and affordable financial services. This is the statutory mission of credit unions. So in acting today, we want to preserve this guiding principle. Under the Credit Union Governance Modernization Act of 2022, enacted by Congress in March of this year, the NCUA has until September of next year to develop a final rule that federal credit unions may adopt to expel a member for cause. All right, so that's the summary of what NCUA said after they voted on this. Uh, I attended the board meeting and and saw the live presentation and I just re-listened to it this morning on YouTube. There was some sound issues on the YouTube, particularly for the staff member who was briefing the board and particularly for the staff member on answering a few questions of board members. There was a lot of feedback in the YouTube video. And as a result, I won't have a lot uh, coming from the Q&A, except there was a portion under Vice Chairman Hauptman that actually both Hauptman's speech and the the staff members speech is is of high quality so i may i may go into a little bit of that all right so essentially this proposes a rule that will allow federal credit unions to expel members 
for disruptive behavior. In order for this actually to go into play and for federal credit unions to utilize it, there's three things that must first happen. NCUA must finalize the rule sometime between now and September. And by the way, they're asking for comment. They do listen to comments. I encourage you to comment. Number two, the federal credit union must amend its bylaws to adopt the policy, the final policy from NCUA. And then finally, the federal credit union must provide a copy of the NCUA member expulsion policy and the credit union's policy to each member. Once all three of these things are done, the federal credit union can use its authority to expel a member for these reasons. If a member is being expelled, the federal credit union must provide a notice to the member and the notice must include the reasons for the expulsion. The reasons must be specific and not just include conclusory statements, according to staff who presented. And this is done so that the member has, in reality, the appropriate due process while the credit union is evaluating whether or not they are going to expel. The member has a right to request a hearing. By the way, that hearing can be via video, and we'll get into that. And it must be provided information on how to make a complaint to NCUA relative to expulsion. Within 60 days of being notified or the credit union can move forward with expelling the member. Now, the act is also silent on how a hearing must be or can be held. And NCUA has proposed that a virtual hearing will be allowed. The reason that they go on to say why a virtual hearing is allowed is for safety reasons of board and staff. And if you issue a member a notice and you have a hearing, the credit union is prohibited from using any reason for expulsion that is not discussed in the notice to the member. So if you say you did A, B, and C, and then by the time you have the hearing, they also did X and Y, you need to focus on A, B, and C. And as I go through this, clearly, if you're going to down, go down this path, my recommendation would be to have legal counsel involved that understands the Federal Credit Union Act, understands the bylaws to make sure that you're acting within prudent standards and legal standards. After the hearing, the credit union board has 30 days to vote on whether or not they're going to expel the member. If the member is expelled, there needs to be a second notice. And that second notice needs to deal with the status of the account and any deductions that will be made from the account. There was also much dialogue on whether or not credit unions are allowed to call loans. They are it went into discussions about the possibility that credit unions may want to have policies in place on how they're going to do that reasonably, giving a certain amount of reasonable time for that to happen. Now, there was much discussion on what actions would merit expulsion, and they indicated that a substantial or repeated violation of the membership agreement would be a reason for expulsion a substantial or repeated disruption, including dangerous or abusive behavior, would be a reason for expulsion. And of course, fraud or other illegal conduct. The proposal generally relies on the member in good standing provisions to define what is dangerous or what is 
abusive behavior. Now, earlier I had a quote of what Chairman Harper had to say. And, you know, again, in summary, he indicated that he has reservations about this rule and that it should be used rarely for extreme and the most egregious situations. And that you really need to focus on the fact that the credit union, Federal Credit Union Act focuses on serving people of modest means. He thanked Vice Chairman Houtman for pointing that, adding some language to point that out in the preamble of the regulation. By the way, when you look at a regulation, more often than not, you'll find more information in the preamble than the actual regulation because it'll give you what the board is thinking at that time. And the preamble are the pages before the actual words from the regulation. I always would recommend that you take a look at those. And lastly, Todd focused on it inclusion versus exclusion as an important principle here when looking at this. This is where the the Q&A was a, a little bit wonky because there, there seemed to be a little bit of technical difficulties. All right. So next up, there's a really good section here on a Q&A that, and the quality is good from board member, vice chairman, Kyle Hauptman and the staff member. And I'm going to have that here for you to listen to. It's the meat and crux of, of part of uh, the dialogue that the NCUA board had with staff and will give you a little bit of color of what they're thinking. Let me just say, I do appreciate the thought that went into the 2019 bylaw final rule. Uh, at the time, the board noted that it could not amend the statutory prescribed expulsion procedure for members. The current expulsion procedure, the ones we have right now before this rule kicks in, they're so difficult, if not impractical, uh, for most credit units. So as an alternative, back in 2019, the, the bylaws final rule allowed the limitation of services to certain members. That rule also stressed that federal credit unions are not prohibited from contacting law enforcement to deal with abusive or violent members. While these may seem reasonable and effective, the credit unions told NCUA and Congress that they were not quite enough. So... March of this year, Congress enacted Governance Modernization Act, and we now have some new tools, and that's what this rule's about. Uh, Congress addressed concerns that they lacked the tools, uh, especially from abusive or violent members. They directed us, NCUA, to develop new procedures where by two-thirds of, uh, of a quorum of the board, it's not two-thirds of the board, two-thirds of quorum of the board, uh, could expel a member. And this makes sense to me. Uh, th so this in-person board meeting, Everybody in the room had to go through a metal detector and sign in with guards that have guns. Now, we could just as easily at NCUA call law enforcement in the event of violence, uh, but we're using every tool we have to keep everybody here safe. Um, credit unions should be able to do the same thing. And I agree that the ex expulsion of a member, especially in a financial cooperative, should not be taken lightly. Credit unions should use every tool possible to protect the safety and staff of all members. I agree with my fellow members of the board that we don't want this to deny financial access to individuals, but members who act in an egregious manner are an exception. They should be able to, credit unions should be able to deny a member not only access to services, but access to its branch and to its member meetings. And as financial cooperatives, credit unions have member owners. So the notion of expelling a member is different than refusing service to a customer. 
this deserves thoughtful consideration from us and other stakeholders. Um, we all know those signs you see in restaurants, you know, or bars that said, we reserve the right to withhold service to anyone. You know what they don't say? We reserve right to kick the owner out. Okay, the sign wouldn't even be allowed to be up. Credit union members are owners. It's hard to kick an owner out. It's hard to kick me out of my own home. So, Marks, let me just go through a couple questions here. Uh, one is, just to be sure, with this rule, can a credit union expel a member just for ca causing financial loan, say a loan that had to be charged a lot, you know, that hit the balance sheet? Can they charge? Can they expel a member for any uh, purely financial events, not paying a loan, causing a charge off, you know, uh, multiple foreclosures, anything like that? So, so most likely, yes. The proposed rule provides that federal credit unions can expel a member for substantial or repeated violations of the membership agreement. And we understand most credit unions' membership agreements state that causing a loss is a violation of the membership agreement. So for credit unions that have that, if that were the case, the federal credit union could expel a member for causing a loss as a violation of the membership agreement. That concludes my answer. Can we talk about what that would mean in practice? Um, I, I have a $500 personal loan. I don't pay it back. I can get kicked out for that. Yes, the, the, the board could act to, to remove the member groups of, if they called the substantial or repeated violation of the membership agreement. So you could. Gotcha. Okay. And can we just, this is, this would be a new procedure. Uh, like we said, a vote of two thirds of the quorum of the credit unions board. Now, that hearing, right? They have to speak to the member they're kicking out, and that can be in person. But luckily, because that's difficult for geographic and a whole bunch of other reasons. Plus, again, it may be a violent person to start with. There's a virtual option, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Can, can we just, since this hasn't happened, can we just walk through this? Let's say it's happening right now, right? You're sitting there with your board. You want to kick me out. We fire up Zoom how does this go? How long does it take? Like, when do you log off Zoom and say, that member's gone, have a nice day? So the board, they have to act timely after the hearing, and we say in the proposed rule, timely is 30 days. So, I, you know, it's not, shouldn't be too long from after the hearing to when the member finds out. I'm sense. talking about the hearing itself. Oh, the like, hearing itself. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So the rule doesn't get into the details on exactly how a hearing would be conducted. We have some general safeguards in there to protect the member's rights and to protect the credit union. For example, you know, it's a virtual hearing uh, in case it's a violent member or for just other other reasons. You know, we don't state you know, if there will be attorneys. We don't state the timing. We don't state how long people have for questions. What the rule does provide is that it should be a fair hearing where the member has a chance to prevent oral statements, the initial notice to the member needs to include the reasons for the expulsion and not just conclusory statements that you were abusive. It should say, here's the kind of conduct, here's when it occurred. Something that the member can respond to and have a real a real chance to present their side of the case. Um, I think those are the main points. And you know, the credit union can't bring anything up that isn't in the initial notice to the member. Any additional reasons to expel the member. So we, we focused on bigger picture issues for fairness versus more of the details on how the hearing would operate. That's left to the discretion of the credit union. And that concludes my response. Okay. Well, obviously one sober lining of the pandemic is even the most technophobic boards that people had to learn how to use 
Zoom, Teams, and the like and get used to it, right? So that's this might be even easier to do now than it would have been, say, three years ago, where virtual hearing might have been a little strange for some people. And so is the purpose of virtual hearing, partly geography, it's hard to get people in the same place. But in the event that the whole point is this person is violent and dangerous, let's assume they have not been apprehended yet, right? In the, in the uh, extreme cases, in theory, they're behind bars and we don't have to worry about this for a while. But they're considered violent, they're not apprehended, you do it virtually. Is the purpose of that that you can't shoot someone or hurt someone through a virtual hearing. The worst that can happen to the board is they hear some salty language from someone, right? And then they just end it. Like, is that what we're looking at here for, for, for the real tough scenarios? We were definitely considering the safety of the board and other people at the hearing and permitting virtual hearings. That was the a top priority. And you know, the credit union, in certain cases, they could do it in person, but we wanted to make certain they had the option to be virtual, especially because you know, credit unions are using this Ideally, for egregious behavior, and we've heard some right. examples of egregious behavior. Okay, so a couple of things there. Staff reiterated that if a credit union has in their policy that causing loss is a violation of the membership agreement, that that is a reason for expulsion. Also, in the notice to the members, they clarified that you don't, you can't just say you've been abusive. You, you need to include something that said, here's the kind of things that were done that we're saying were abusive, and here is the contact that you did, and here is when you did it. They also reiterated that allowing virtual meetings is a safety precaution, which I wholeheartedly agree with in, in the world that we're living here today. People have shorter fuses it seems like every year, and I get that, and that's really why I think the trade groups pushed this issue with Congress, which is triggering the need for this regulation. I will add one comment editorially, and just because you can have that, obviously have that meeting virtually does not eliminate the the totality of that being a situation that could lead to violence, just like getting a restraining order against somebody can be helpful, but it doesn't necessarily preclude the violence from happening on the back end. So while this might help you expel a member so that they can move on with their life and focus on resolving whatever it is that is causing their angst, it doesn't mean that they can't still come back to the credit union and, and cause problems, but it reduces the likelihood of that. And all in all, I think it's a good proposal. I think it's a good change for federal credit unions. All right, so the proposed rule is out there. The board wants you to use it rarely, but it is a it is going to be an option. It's required that they finalize this rule. There are, by the way, there are many rules that NCU has proposed that have not gone to finalization. This one needs to go final in order to comply with Congress's mandate that NCUA have a rule like this. All right, that's it. This is Mark Treichel signing off with Flying Colors. I want to thank you for your time, and I hope you'll listen again soon. Thanks again.
thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com. 